Earth 2020. Society is in ruins and a virus runs rampant among the world's humble citizens. They are lost. In these dark times, three wayward nerds cross paths at the House of India and realize they are destined to be friends. And so they be. This is their story. The story of the side quest. Hi everybody, welcome to the Side Quest Podcast. My name is Luke. My name is Matt. And I'm BJ. So, All right, BJ, just get it over yeah, with. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? I finished Berserk. Oh! <gasps> <sighs> <sighs> fully finished Berserk. Well, what they have out to right now, or are they done? Well, is Berserk... in some people's eyes, I finished Berserk. Oh, so you're caught up. Miura Where... isn't. You caught up to, to the Miura stuff. I'm the... caught up to everything. Everything oh. that's so. What chapter released. is that? Three seventy-three. What? I have a hundred more. Yep. Oh my gosh. So Millie, you're free to No! Oh my gosh, no. I need at least like a fifty chapter head start. Hey y'all okay. at least this is coming out in a couple weeks. Y'all yeah. are like a y'all are like a two hundred plus over me. I'm I haven't so I, yeah, I haven't read Tell me, anymore. was it is it good? It's fucking amazing. It's the best thing ever written in the fantasy genre, period. Okay. I mean and I've already felt that way. But okay. It, it it gets even better somehow. No, that makes yeah, that makes so much sense. I had a, a little bit of an inkling because I'll tell you why. Is the night after or it was either two days or a day after we finished, not spoilers, but we BJ and I finished Tears of the Kingdom, and two days or a day after he starting started to play the Berserk game on his PS Vita. And then we helped Luke move, and then after that we built Berserk swords. And I was like, "This is very Berserky." Yeah. So I've he, been thinking about it quite a bit. Yeah. So it's, that's that's okay. Wow. Yeah. My God, I wish I could say more. Is it? I, would you say it's a good ending? It's not an ending, but it's gonna piss you off. Oh no. <laughs> There's a point where it's like, oh, this could be a good ending, and then immediately after that, it's like, nope. Oh my gosh. Do you... Because there is an ending for it. They they know what the ending will be. Do we know how far out that is? I don't know. It feels like they could get a couple arcs and then finish it. But also, right now, where it's at, I'm like, we need to resolve this right fucking now. Okay. Because of what just happened. <laughs> is has the the stuff that's that was written by his apprentice or whatever, has that like could you tell a, a clear like this is not Mirai's work? Or was it is it a pretty smooth transition of this is still really good. I mean it's 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 a good transition. Like the point that he died was right after a very dialogue heavy arc mm-hmm. and then there's one single panel where it just turns to bedlam at the end of a chapter. And then from there, it's mostly just action and just chaos for the next couple. And that's where I kind of left off was um, in the most recently released chapters. 
since his death, there hasn't been much dialogue because it's just like, just fucking stay alive, please. Is there an official way to read Berserk? Like, online? I know you guys are using the website, but... Um, I, I don't know. It might be something with Dark Horse because Dark Horse is the publisher. So if Dark Horse has a website, you might be able to do it that way. I think I'm just going to start over and read it. It's absolutely worth it. I'll tell you that. I mean, I I have not hated a single panel or chapter or whatever Berserk that I have read. I'm going to say a couple of statements with no context. Okay. Fuck the moon child. Uh, Rickert is the fucking goat. And uh, the black hound is the coolest shit I've ever seen. Hell yeah. Okay, I think I know two of the things. Okay. What I know you... one for sure. What's the one that you know? I'm pretty sure that the Black Hound refers to Guts. Guts is either the demon that he has in him with the armor or like another form that he takes when he goes full berserk. Kind of neither. It's like... Okay. Yeah, you'll see. You'll. It's very clear when you get to it. Now, the moon child... You've seen the moon child. I know you have. Is it a character that I've seen that isn't referred to as the moon child? I mean, he only comes around when the moon is full. And he's a child. So that's what I call him. Okay. Then yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, Fuck I guess that we'll... Kid. Fuck that kid in the face. Oh, jeez. Oh. Um, He's not a kid. Probably don't say it exactly in those words. <laughs> I love kids, Charlie. I love kids. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to get that off my chest. Thank oh. you for listening. All right. I guess I got to go hard. Yep. Got to go berserk. Yeah. Let's, uh, can we touch base a little bit? Because we haven't on podcast, and we'll do it spoiler free about Tears of the Kingdom so we can at least let viewers know our feelings. Those two finished the game. I have not. Yeah. He's close. Uh, yeah, like based on what they say, I've got like maybe like five hours of story shit I have left, but yeah. in, in game time, that probably means like, I'll, you know, 20 hours because I'm going to do a story thing, goof off a side quest and other shit, go back to story shit go goof off and whatnot yeah and then pretty much if i don't feel like because my thing even though i know it's not the end the second the game goes all right go fight ganon i'm gonna be like i don't want to yet see when we got to that bj was like i'm gonna go fight ganon i was like okay uh what do i need to do and he's like dude level up your armor i saw how like much heart how many hearts you got taken off uh with some hits and i was like you're right so i finished the fairy the great fairy founded quest which was just I had to just do the last one and um, did those and then had to get some resources really fast because BJ was waiting and I had to get resources really fast for to upgrade all the armor. What armor would, did you guys rock with? I just did the Hylian. That was my the one that had the highest and the, uh, well, it was the Hylian mixed with the champion's tunic because mm-hmm. I wanted to wear that. Um, but because that had the, the highest base, the highest... Uh, the defense. base stat, yeah. Yeah, defense stat. Because I, uh, I, I think the Hylian and the uh, champions start off at 5. So I leveled Hyl- it up so Hylian, that there was 20. Hylian starts off lower. Champion's tunic starts base. 5. The base of... I champions base 8, right? 
No, base five. It's base because Hylian armor is base three. Three. And then champion base five, and then it gets eight, five, and what? It, so it's like always 12, slightly and more. I I got it all Hylian. the way to twenty. I I I always my my in game gear is always the champion's tunic, the knight's uh like pants, like pretty much all armored pants, and then I, and then I go for. Something I used in Breath of the Wild, it was the Snow Quill tunic because it was just his hairstyle, but with a feather in it. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I rock that. Why not?" He looks normal because I don't. I don't like games that give me the option of a hood, but don't get, let me take it off. Because mm -hmm. I think I think Link looks sick as fuck with the hood down, but still like the Hylian, like whatever. Did you get you the Royal Guard armor with like the beret? I didn't get the beret, but I got the uh, the top and the bottom. Okay, yeah. That one was interesting. Isn't, I didn't the, know isn't where the beret? To get the... the beret, I think, is in Hyrule Castle. Probably, but it's in, the, the it's only in, place that I knew where to get it was at CC's. It's in Zelda's room, I think. She link. She really likes Link shit. He's got his hair. Got his got his but old. I, why would piece. a royal guard beret be clothes be in her room? Because Link was Slut. a ro Link was a royal guard. Link was a royal guard before he became her specific That's bodyguard. So, there. For the most part, I mean, we thought it was just. I mean, we already think it's the perfect game. Yeah, best best story in a Zelda game by far. Best in-game bosses in a Zelda game by far. By far. I mean, I, it it is so I don't I wasn't expecting it to do much more than Breath of the Wild, but it blew out of the fucking water. It, it that's what I'm trying to say like I did it in the so is, many ways this story and like all the cutscenes have have blown like like it all the cutscenes in like even the story in Breath of the Wild, I was like, "This is cool," but then, like it, this one, it just is like, "This is crazy." They had you. Can, this is wild. You can tell the teams because uh, I think the cutscenes of this game remind me of, and I haven't even seen like the crazy hype shit they've seen, but like Age of Calamity has a lot of those sick ass cutscenes. Like, there's one where Link is fighting like three big enemies at once by himself, and is doing some like. Like anime flip over shit. He's like blocks a thing here. I fully there. agree with that. I think it, you can tell that team was like, we'll take over the cutscenes for this game too, and like the because the the open world stuff. It, I don't know. It's it's really weird because I'm like, clearly like Age of Calamity wasn't like a, here you guys work on that while we work on Tears of the Kingdom. They clearly took some of their guys and said we'll work here too. Take all the shit you learned over here and bring that to this game. It was uh, it was also really cool like me piecing together the last podcast and like kind of us like trying to guess what happens and one of the things happening which is the most insane part yeah it's my 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 guess just because of thematic duality is ganondorf's gonna eat his stone and become a dragon that's gonna be like your final fight uh and then i truly i fully believe zelda's gonna be back i doubt i well it's the same people who did twilight princess but i don't know i don't i don't think they're gonna go well, she's a dragon forever. Have fun. Like I fully expect some something, and I'm assuming our fifth sage is gonna be the one who tells us about. Well, actually, there is a way, but that's my theory so far. You got a bunch of interesting theories, Luke. I saw uh, one theory video on TikTok that was like, I believe that Dinral and um, Nadra and Farash were all Zonai that ate the stones. Because they have those long, floopy ears like a Zonai. Ooh. And um, the the outfits that you can find based on the dragons are in the same style as Rauru's. 
That's so it's like maybe that. Did was... you see the outfit that makes you a Zonai? Yeah, apparently that... that's your reward for doing every shrine. Really? Mm-hmm. That thing, because it, it's one piece. It's not three pieces. It's it, one it, piece, and it I've, changes I've, the I've whole. Seen, I've seen the outfit. At like, first, I thought I literally thought it was like this isn't in the game. This it's, looks too. It's called the aspect of the ancient hero. Yeah, and I thought that this the is just some hero. This is some mod. Like I, that's what I thought. It was just a mod that like it was. This isn't in the game. But nope. Turned you into a wolfman. It it gives you a really weird face, but it's still cool armor. There yeah. was a there there was a, a TikTok I saw where some artist was like doing time skip designs for all the Zelda like all the links past their game. And Twilight Princesses was the fucking coolest because he had like the green tunic, but you can see where he's like patched it up. But he has this giant wolf's pelt, like like kind so, of like kind of like uh who's the Game of Thrones guy? Uh, uh Jon Snow, like kind of big wolf's pelt. And like I was like, oh that's fucking sick. I really wish that we got like some wolf's pelt armor in like a nod to the Twilight yeah. Princess game. That would be so on, cool. on one hand you're like, oh that's sick as hell. Then you go, did y'all kill the wolf link to get that pelt? <laughs> well so did you I, just kill I the hero some, of Twilight? I saw some TikToks about this guy who's talking about some like stuff and how the games this game is addressing other games and that like I haven't even seen and they're like hopefully the next game addresses the Skyward Sword arc with Calamity or with uh, Demise. Demise well this game kind of not kind of but it pretty much their big thing because that I can't wait to to one finish the game and but then like start looking at lore videos because the way this game presents itself is like apparently there's a bunch of stuff that I haven't even seen or understand but they're saying that hopefully also that this one guy you know random guy yeah but was that hopefully dlc addresses twilight princess i just want to see the next game come out and be fully about the triforce that's what i was wanting they to have try not to... said the word triforce for two games that's now. what I, the thing is I mean, they... that was my first year was like this triforce has got to play a part into it that we haven't we haven't heard of it the past two games i mean the, in one of the games is it Skyward Sword where you have to collect the little tears to make the Skyward Sword is the last game that mentions the tri- see that's what is the mention of the Triforce because the ending scene or whatever is Zelda and Link standing by it and going this is the Triforce because the whole point is demise is like I'm- this really is the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword yeah. well because in that one they he finally that's- gets the Triforce and then he grants him the wish to then he wishes to help Zelda out right yeah. well uh kind of so that game is demise was just dead the whole time like that as much as like the lead up was interesting I hate kind of the reveal but like demise himself was just the demon king who ransacked the world and hylia Sounds the goddess familiar. yeah right hylia the goddess raised the skies and then brought humans only humans by the way she said fuck all the other races just humans we up here and left and then uh demise was sealed i think i forget but uh when he shows up because i i don't know how he does it but the reason we have that cycle is because Demise just goes, fuck you, green-ass hero, twink-looking motherfucker, fuck the princess, I'm a haunt your ass, every time y'all get reborn. And that was literally, that's the, the, how the cycle started. Then the Triforce was made before. I haven't played Skyward Sword in forever, but they, they did make the Triforce. I don't know. It kind of all it, just but went in one ear and out the other after a while because it was just like, I'm not having fun. I'm I'm gonna replay it on the Switch at some point just because just for the story bits, but like well, like also Wind Waker, you had to collect all the different. You had, pieces you had to collect the, the small pieces, the small pieces of the Triforce. That's what I'm thinking of. Cause, yes, because maybe that, the sacred stones are bits of the Triforce. Ooh, that'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. Got to kill some dragons then. Yeah. 
or return them back to Zone Island. What if that's the DLC? That would be dope. Where you literally like you gotta reform the dragons and repopulate the Zonai race. Hell yeah! Not that way. You no. Know. Hell yeah! <laughs> you find out Lanayru is this really thick stacked Zonai. Links like a yeah. I, I got this sick ass armor. We want to put it to the different test. Different archetypes. Uh, Farage is like the really sporty Sundere. <laughs> um, it's a Sundere. They they're Don't the ones. Worry about it. Yeah, never mind. We're not it's some there. it's some deep weeb shit. Okay. One of these days we're we're gonna just it's like like what he wants to do with well see he knows deep weeb shit he's a Gundam fan. Uh, yeah, we're gonna he's one. He I did, didn't realize that. I mean, it's true though that Gundam how? is is like that's like the deep. deepest. It's, yeah, I mean it's. Well, that's that's like even that's like a different niche than anime. Like Gundam has its own like well, weeb shit. I mean, it's like so entwined. Like well, no, no, because like, most most because Gundam, of Gundam. It, like so much and like anime Evangelion is exists is. Yeah, because I mean, of it without like, Gundam you wouldn't have Evangelion you probably wouldn't or have. even other animes because they're like we just wanted to create a a, uh, <laughs> a, a show that we could sell Gurren Logan sell like toys with so that it was like their first marketing stunt they're like yeah like fucking Transformers probably wouldn't have been a thing without Transformers would not have been a thing because it was based on a Japanese brand of toys that was ripping on <laughs> Gundam. Yeah. And then they were like, let's make an American cartoon out of this. Well, it was still a Japanese anime. It was just dubbed very badly. Well, not not badly. It was actually pretty decent. They got Orson Scott, whatever his name is, to be Unicron in that movie, which is his last role as a living person. Apparently, Unicron is a big part of Beast Wars, and I'm fucking hyped about that. I that, fucking love Unicron. You, I remember having his toy. Is that a unicorn? He's a planet-sized transformer. transformer, and in the Michael Bay movies, it's implied that Unicron is Earth. Really? So he, yeah. yeah. In, in Last Night, there was like parts of the, of like big robot parts coming out of Earth, and it was very much being like something is under Earth, and and like one of the lines was like, "No, it is the Earth," or like some 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 dramatic bullshit line. But they were like Unicron, and it was like heavily implied that yeah, Earth, our Earth. So whatever happened years and years and years ago. Unicron years ago. went yeah twelve years. Unicron went 2000 to sleep. Two thousand years ago. Unicron went to sleep and was just like in stasis, and then life happened on it, and then now it's like waking up. Dang. So, and that was gonna be the next Michael Bay movie. So, but yeah, he stopped but making I'm glad that we don't have to get that ruined now. This this the bump that this movie is gonna is I think gonna be the kicker of. If it's canon to Michael Bay or not, because if they if they straight up say Unicron hear, is a different planet than Earth, then it's not canon. And they're from doing what their I thing. hear, the canon is it's just it starts with Bumblebee now, and then goes to Beast Wars. Well, because they they made a point to go. That's why Beast uh, the Beast Wars one is before the first Transformers movie. Still, like they're in like the nineties or eight, yeah, nineties for this movie, and so they're so they can still go. Hey, we're the the Michael Bay movie still happened. So at some point, I think they're Wait, seeing they're it, like retc- like retconning. Some shit? I think I think they're slowly. I think there's gonna be it. a Days of Future Past kind of thing. I don't even think that. I think they're just gonna straight up say fuck it, we're done with that, and then and then just do like here's it like, like a, just a new timeline. Yeah, yeah. right Which now I think is the best case scenario. Right now, just, Bumblebee. Why works. did the did the Michael Bay movies lead into like a bad? They were just they weren't were just good. Bad. They were like awful. like the, the, I only saw. The first one, two thousand seven. I, I think the second one as well, because that's the one where uh, second one is the balls on the like the giant testicles on the on the Devastator. Yeah, the second one, and then uh, Michael Whitwicky or what is it, Sam? Sam. Whit- 
Wiki starts to go crazy because he gets visions. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that one because he was the once. chosen one to the trans to the robotic race of yeah, whatever. Uh, I wouldn't mind if they brought him back in the new movies. Just make him a new character. I think that would be cool. He, he wouldn't. Well, yes, yeah. If you do that, but I want. I want to see. I think this movie. Yeah, I'm fine it, giving Shia LaBeouf some love. I fucking like Shia LaBeouf. I think. I, I think I, this. Movie, I love I think him. He's a good actor. Did y'all, I, did y'all see his pot, the podcast with John Bernthal he did? Yes. No. That was so, really it's so it's good. powerful, dude. Like, it is honestly. really powerful because it, it also just humanizes people that we only see on the big screen and like that like TMZ just vilify. The, I remember a couple of years ago, Shia LaBeouf wasn't doing anything except for fly fishing. And there were all these pictures that were like surfacing of him in like coveralls, like out of a, coming out of a bait store or something. And I was just like, well, I wonder what's going on there. Like, is he just done? You definitely, definitely recommend watching, the, it's, yeah, or at least listening to it. It is heavy, though. It's heavy, but it, it's. I mean, he, yeah, he. We all got inner demons, and he's well, got some big ones. That's that's one of the things that I liked about John Bernthal was that he was like, what one of the he was on the Rogan podcast, and I saw this clip on TikTok where he was talking about talking about that pod, yeah. And he was saying that like, you know, because when all the allegations surfaced. So he like the allegations were that he like he beat, beat his, his wife, his wife, and, and that and, he was uh, an alcoholic. And Bernthal was like, "That's one of the things I don't fuck with. You you put your hands on a woman or a child, I I am done with you." But but there was something in him. He goes, "He was my friend. Even if he did this, I want to see if he's okay or what's going through him because like he's like I knew him. Yeah, they worked he with did, like with Fury. Yeah, he's like I I don't think like I want to see and if, and if it comes out that." He did beat his wife. I'm done. But I want to talk to him first. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he reached you, out. Yeah, you just can't, like, you know, anything that you're just taking from the, the press is so warped. And so, yeah, you want to make sure. And they talked with him, and it was, like, this really deep, heart, like, hard felt, like, heart to heart. Because the way. Well, I mean, he's also, like, I mean, he, he was a child actor, yeah. and that had messed him up so much. I mean, did you ever see Honey Boy? That's no. a really good movie. It's really good yeah. and really rough, and I feel like it ex- it explains a lot of trauma. The, another thing too life. is is the my favorite part about that podcast is not once did either Shia or John try to make up excuses for what Shia had possibly done. Anything that was there was just like, no, I fucked up. Like Shia's never was like, well, it was because of this, and like actually, it was he was literally going like, no, I did shit. I fucked up. I made mistakes. I f- and like Bernthal was never like, well, well, you did. He was like, well, why? Like he always asks why, or he goes like, what was the mindscape? Like he, he, it was, it was a very healthy conversation between two people who clearly cared about each other. Like it was never like a, yo, this, this is for content. It like honestly, they probably forgot the fucking camera was on. Yeah. Like there was points where it was like clearly like it was just this well, dude. Is, this dude I- is worried about his friend. I mean, he he's just. I mean, he is definitely an interesting person. Like because he is such. Like, for Fury, he, like, never showered. He pulled out his own teeth to, like, get into character. Like, stuff like that. And, like, he, you know, he's... I mean, that's what he has to do to, like, put on these amazing roles. But, you know, he's also... You understand it's, like, an extreme personality. So, but, yeah, I'm I'm for Shia. I'd definitely like to see that because I love John Bernthal, too. I'm a... I'm a huge fan. I... Speaking of that, I hope to God... I know Deadpool is supposed to be the first R-rated thing in the MCU. I swear to God, Punisher's make, not the make, second one. Make Daredevil the second one because Punisher's in that show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's Burnthal. Oh, they're just literally, they're literally just taking the the Netflix shit and going here's the MCU version of it. And I'm like, please, dear God, if I w- I don't care if the rest of the Daredevil shit isn't rated R. Like, make Daredevil a mad pussy. I don't care. 
But the one episode where Punisher I mean, comes that, in... That's what that whole season is about. Like, they're out here doing vigilante shit, and Daredevil's just constantly trying to stop him from blasting people's faces off. I, I wonder, because they, they've already set him up in this universe with Spider-Man and now She-Hulk. And he, he pretty much is just... It, it feels kind of good, because after seeing season three, the, the Daredevil Netflix show kind of ends with a way where it's like, Matt Murdock's in a good spot. You're like, he might... He might start doing healthy shit now. And in, in She-Hulk, he seems happier. I mean, like, I, I still haven't seen She-Hulk, but he's the reason that I want to watch it. And then it, in Spider-Man... If you, go, if you watch it, full disclosure, they are, they are, they're very adamant that this is meant to be a, like, comedy. Like, a, a, a serialized... Like, it's not meant to be, like, super serious, like, MCU shit. They brought old She-Hulk jokes back in. Because before Deadpool, She-Hulk could break the fourth wall. I was wondering if they were going to do that. And they do. And it's actually funny. I again, a lot of this shit I don't vibe with, but for the most part, I was like going in knowing it's a fucking like comedy and not a action heavy whatever show. Like the best action comes in when Daredevil shows up. I have seen clips of her talking to Bruce Banner, and I, everything that I've seen there so, seems so, super endearing. Some of the writing is is a bit, eh, but like you could it it's small things that I can get over. Uh, mainly because by the end of again, it's I don't think a lot of these MCU shows are are made with. Uh, love. Well, made with like, this is a show. Like, it's clearly they wanted to make a, just a big movie because yeah. like the they way want to make a six-hour movie. Yeah, because like even with She-Hulk, it's like Falcon and the Winter Soldier is the worst offender of that. Like th- when I finished it, I liked it. Watching it week to week, I fucking hated the fucking show. Fucking torture. I was it like, was the same for it. for Wandavision for most of it. The, for me. the only the yeah, o- I couldn't I I couldn't get past the first episode. The only the only cliffhanger in in Captain America Winter Soldier that I liked was when John like killed a guy with the shield and it ends with him putting the bloody shield on. Yeah, that was that was the best cliffhanger. Where I was like, hardest holy fuck. fuck! And then that ensuing fight scene next episode, fucking amazing. That was probably that that like three episode arc was my favorite of that whole show. I really hope that this Thunderbolts arc that they're trying to build up to is going to be good. I'm really hoping out of everything in this. That that because you know we're gonna get John and Bucky being like, just dicks to each other, just be like fuck you. But I really hope it's like low key just Yelena and yeah, and, just, and Bucky just being done with everybody's shit for in a whole three hour movie. I'm fine with that. Put Yelena in everything, and I'll watch it. Well, and then, and then we've got a uh, Hawkeye. The only reason that I kept watching that was because Yelena showed up. And that, I was like, okay, that, okay. The actual moment where she gets to Clint was like fucking awesome. Yep. That was so sick. Uh, also, <laughs> fucking uh, what Kate like Kate being annoying to her. Yeah, was great. Like I love the like they're in the elevator. And she just hits every button, <laughs> and Yelena's like, "Are you Come fucking on. kidding me?" <laughs> and then she King did pa- break into her apartment and eat her mac and cheese. That is, yeah. So you know, I at that point it would have been all all bets are off. You're my, my the, you're the you're the arch nemesis of this. Yeah. I wonder what they're gonna do with her because they've they've kind of set up a lot of the Young Avengers now. I I, I don't know. I, m- my biggest hope right now is just for what happens with Spider Man next. I'm really hoping that Felicia Vincent, Hardy. well that, but also I want to see Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin be a main villain for didn't him. Didn't he die? He didn't die. He got shot in the head with an arrow. Yeah, but he's a fucking super soldier yeah, at true. this point, and you can't have Kate Bishop. <laughs> kill the kingpin that's bullshit well even in the comics he was dead for maybe like what a year and then he came back by going ha ha psych 
I got better. I think, which, there was one villain in the comics who straight up said that, like, didn't you die? He goes, I got better. I don't know. I feel like that's happened a lot. Yeah. You know what helps me get better? Our sponsors. Me too. What are our sponsors, Matt? Well, we have two great sponsors. The first one being Dubby Energy. Uh, w, uh is a great uh, energy blend. They uh, It was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crash. Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, nootropics, sorry, uh, included, including the patented Neurofactor. It contains no calories, no sugar, no mal- malodextrin, no fillers, and no artificial colors. We're literally right. all drinking it right now. What's yeah. the new flavor that we got? What's just, the name? It's, the, it's the mango peach white tea yeah it's that shit bomb it's amazing so far we've had that one and then the push and um, punch push and punch and push and punch i really enjoy yeah but this one is a more like subtle sweetness it's yeah. really good they're both phenomenal it tastes like a mango tea really, yeah which i guess is the point but hey what what, and what so far what does again mango tea like, tastes like not not to like <laughs> you know repeat ourselves but honestly it feels i don't feel crazy afterwards but in the mornings I'll drink them on my way to work. At like, I've been drinking mine on the way to work, too, and it's and, a tremendous help. Yeah, it is. And I don't feel as big of a crash as I do with Monster or Red Bull. So, yeah. And then our other sponsor is going to be uh, Chairs for Gaming, which uh, if you're looking for an affordable, comfy gaming chair, check out Games for Ga- uh, Chairs for Gaming. Games for Chairing. Games for Chairing. <laughs> Gamesforchairing.com. That's the number four. Um, they got a selection of, uh, as I said, affordable gaming chairs. So on both of those websites, if you use our code take it sleazy at checkout that's one word and all caps take it sleazy you'll get 10 percent off and uh help us out and uh also finally uh on spotify give us a little five stars on our uh, profile page it uh it really helps us out it does and if you enjoy the show you know that'll help other people enjoy the show as well exactly well back to it indeed have you uh <coughs> do you have anything after because you know, we're getting close to the end of Tears of the Kingdom. Well, if you are. Do you have anything afterwards that you're excited about? Final Fantasy 16. Playing. Okay. That's and like the well. That's the main one. I might. I'm. Uh, you know what? Actually, no. I've said this the other day because I've been talking about to BJ about it. Uh, and Blizzard is in Activision or at this point a joke. And until until the Microsoft, yeah, let's, let's talk on that for a second. Until until the Microsoft like thing, if it goes through, actually goes through, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give the, I'm gonna give Microsoft. I'm going to let them cook for a bit and see if they bring a positive change to this company. If not, I'm done. But as of right now, I just I don't fucking like anything they put out. So I was going to say Diablo 4, but I was like, I'm not. I'm not going to buy it. I'm not Even if it's on Game Pass, I'm not playing it. I've heard Nothing. mixed reviews. Some people are oh. having a lot of fun, and some people are like... Oh, I, 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 I've heard great things. My, my, one of my coworkers plays it, and I'm just like, cool. I just don't want to support this company anymore at this point, because it's just like... Mainly the Bobby Kotick interview, where he comes out and was like, "Guys, denies everything. He denies everything that ever happened. He was like, "We're not a bad place to work. These people are lying. I think they're doing it because I'm Jewish, and I think it's pretty anti-Semitic." Side of female employee. Yeah, the fucking like, dude, God, fuck that. Yeah, I fucking hate that shit. Well, dude. did you also hear about the the investigation that they did under the team that did? Uh... Um, what's the vampire game that just came out? Redfall. Redfall. Yeah. I saw that from uh, Jason Schreier. How it was, they was pretty much doomed to fail. Yeah, the yeah. people were le- the the like the people that had been like their best people were leaving midway through. They because were because no under- one wanted to make a less, fucking multiplayer game. Less yeah. than like a hundred people mm. on their team, and people were just leaving left and right, and it was just a disaster from the beginning. 
But yeah, I I wanna I do that. Anytime Jason Stryer puts out a sick ass hit piece, <laughs> I'm always down to read it, even if it's from a company I fucking love. Did like, he do like, one okay, on uh, the Golem game? No, but I, I don't think he's going to. Just he goes, look at that piece of shit. Yeah, that, yeah, that it, shit is awful. I, to th- Bad. Th- Fundamentally, what's so interesting fucked. about the Golem game that it, it is so interesting that a game would <laughs> that a, the studio would put even put out a game like that. Like they must have play tested it. Or, or, or they didn't. It's so much worse because it's Lord of the Rings, though. Like, one of the biggest properties that's ever existed. The last time we got a game about it was Shadow of War, which is fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget the mobile games. Those are not games. Yeah, mobile games don't count. Those are... There's like 15 mobile games for every IP. Yeah, there's... Uh, a mobile game is more like a, uh, a hidden card reader in a store. Like if you, if you want to buy a Dr Pepper, and if you're thinking about a Dr Pepper, it somehow tricks you into buying that Dr Pepper. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. There were so many ways you could have gone about like a Lord of the Rings video game that wasn't, go- or even just with Gollum. Like I mean, and- we we had a great idea. Like do one, like uh, a a uh, what's the a Plague's Tale version of it? That would have been so good with like. Some woman, you know, having to get around orcs and stuff like that. Yeah. Her kid. That would have been great. You probably could have... A sacrifice, like a Hellblade one. You probably could have just done a, a, like, video game adaption of The Hobbit in that way where it's Plague's Tale of, like, you can't fight this shit. Or at least uh-huh. Baggins can't. Yeah, he gets I a mean, little nobody, knife, but like, also nobody wanted a story of Gollum. Yeah. Like, that's an open shut... Like, we didn't need the, it. Like, yeah, we, this is the thing. I, then I can also, tell you what happens to Gollum in three sentences. Yeah. And also, is it, it's also implied, like, I again, I haven't played. I don't I haven't looked into it. Like, I don't the think actual any of us story. are going to play it. Unless it's given One to us thing, for free. I haven't, I haven't explored the story. I think story. it'll probably become free on Steam and Epic within the year. I haven't seen it, like, the story, so I don't know it. But, like, he has the ring. Unless this is, takes place between the time that he lost it from I mean, it Bilbo. Has to. It has to be before that. I mean, it has before, to be before the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, it it has to. But then that means he has the ring, and like I'm assuming because Smeagol is uh, like a, a form of Hobbit, or at least before Hobbits existed, because it's a, a really long time that he was alive. Yeah, proto Hobbit. Yeah, that you know maybe because with Hobbits it makes them invisible, uh, because it has to do with like making the ring makes you more powerful in the things that you're good at so for like certain things it makes them like stronger but for hobbits because they're really hard they're always like hard to see because they're so small and people look over them they turn invisible so i'm thinking do you just not do you not just turn invisible the whole time what is this yeah yeah I, nobody wanted that story anyway honestly i would have loved like i, I would have taken radagast farming simulator oh my gosh that would have been this. so good I want, and I then want, you have to like do some like tower defense for some like yeah you gotta ride goblins. around on your fucking rabbit sled and place little magic turrets yeah I would I would have loved if like the guys who make Wasteland got to work with that IP just because I already fucking love Wasteland That'd specifically Wasteland three what's Wasteland it's like the spiritual successor to the OG to Fallout one and two yeah okay Wasteland three specifically if you ever want to get in it, it's game it's on Game Pass that game is fucking great. It's like the asymmetric top-down RPG, so you, you can like point and click or control with a controller. But like that in a Lord of the Rings would have been fire, dude. I, I don't know if I, I know I mentioned. Well, maybe I didn't. That I rewatched uh, Jinro recently with some friends on Discord, and I, 
through researching it, I learned that the people that did Killzone, like that's their character model was modeled after inspired wow. inspired by Jinro. I mean, when you look at it, it yeah, it makes sense. But knowing just knowing the fact that they were like that's who inspired the uh, that whatever that trooper was the the which ones were they Mr. called? Mr. Killzone? <laughs> yeah. John Killzone? John Killzone uh, was inspired by Jinro is like still really cool. To I honestly, about. I know like now now would have been the time to do it like in in that in that big ass 3 hour waste of time PlayStation showcase where they only showed two games worth anything. And Honest- one of them looked like a ripoff of of Breath, the one that had like the glider and landing on the animals. I mean, to be fair, yeah. it's, it looked it's, like a ripoff of. I see. I wonder. I don't. I don't look at it as a ripoff. That I look at Genshin as a ripoff. This one looks like someone went. I just want to do that style of gameplay because I, I honestly, if I mean, there's 50 indie developers that try to do that every day now. Yeah. So I don't know if if one comes to PlayStation is honestly really good. I'll take it. I mean, that's what the fucking what was it? Uh, the Ubisoft one, the uh, Phoenix game. Oh, uh, Immortals. That, yeah, that was a fucking, that was a blatant, like, uh, Breath of the Wild, do that. Yeah, and the dev team had a wheel and everything. Really? The, the dev team had one year to make that guaranteed. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one other thing that I wanted to bring up. Oh, sorry. Speaking of the PlayStation presentation, we have a lot of new hardware to talk about, weirdly. Yeah. And none of it is really worthwhile at all. <laughs> we have. The PlayStation handheld that is not a handheld because you have to be in your the, house on the same Wi-Fi on network. the same Wi-Fi playing your PS5 games. It's, so for those of you who really liked the Wii U, this is for you. <laughs> and I what just it is. like a month ago discovered that I can do Steam Link on my phone with a controller, yep. and I was like, this changes everything. I can just be playing alive a lot. Any of these games that I don't want to be like, you know need low latency for live alive is the perfect like stream game because you don't need like yeah it's no no fidelity whatsoever any of those games like that i think is perfect like i that's why that's why typically is like steam deck or switch is now my spot to play turn-based games always yeah the um well did you guys so talking about hardware so the new this is the next thing i was gonna bring up the the new meta uh, Quest three, Quest three, yeah, yeah. Did I mean, you it, see the um, the AOT yeah, game? That you know that was like a fan project. Yes, that they've been working on for, for like a, ten oh, years now. Yeah, and now it's an actual like, and they converted it to to VR. I'm I'm hype on that, dude. When he looks over and shows because like the the signature pose of using the uh, mobility gear is like the hips, your hips, the hips way and out, and your back, you. your back is fully leaned back and he looks over and you see the other character doing that same thing i was like bro this looks awesome they showed that they showed the new stranger things vr which seems like it's going to be like a vader immortal but for vecna kind of thing it's uh that that looks really cool and um the nice thing about that is my oculus quest 2 library will just move on over to that Mm mm-hmm and what um? What's the price bucks. point again for that one? How, did they say five hundred? It okay. starts at five hundred. So now, I'm guessing it's storage options. Now, did well, you were, guys? I think, I think there was a th- something at Quest got announced. It was three thousand dollars. I don't know. Nope. Was, no, you're talking that about might have been Apple's. The, um, oh, Apple's thing. Apple's. Right. What is it called? Vision. The Pro? Apple dog shit glasses. Yeah. At thirty four ninety nine. And apparently, their their big app was you can you can pour yourself a beer in VR. That was well, their big like. That was the thing when the fucking iPod Touch came out. Well, there's a it, honestly the Apple one seems so 
There's so many things. I mean, I, I, I've, I deep dived into it so I can catch you guys up. So I, I did a little bit of digging, and the one thing that I saw that made me stop looking at it at all was that the battery is not built into the headset. It's too it hangs down your back. Into a battery pack. It's not long enough to go into your back pocket, but it's not short enough to just sit up it, against it your head. I think it is going into your back pocket. That's the whole idea is back pocket. Or it looks like a three-foot cable, it's, and they well, are it's probably going to be like, if you want a five-foot cable... It's two-hour battery life. If you want the five-foot cable, that. that's and the $4,000 propi- pro- version. Pro- proprietary. Pro- proprietary cable. Um, and here's the other thing. So it's got, like, on each eye, it has, I think, either at least two, like, sensors that do eye tracking on the inside of the camera. And it's got a bunch inside the glass. Now, it everything about it, there's so many things about it that seem like black mirror so they have these this feature that when you're fully immersed into something not what's not uh, augmented that, reality black, black virtual is getting a new season what speaking of that black mirror is getting a new season well, is it, it yep finally, or, or at least or at least new some new shit uh well, which i'm like honestly good i mean well, well both good and fuck that I'm they're probably be. only doing it because love death and robots came out and they're like we can do that better and do it like once a year but um, so they if you're in full VR, so no augmented reality, which is where you can see what's in your it's world overlaid. With yeah. So if you're in full VR, they have this overlay because it has a screen on the outside and displays like these colors. But then what it does is if you're doing anything augmented reality or somebody walks into your field of view, they they do this thing where the screen turns into your eyes. And it's not a picture of your eyes. It uses so before you set it up, you have to, with your iPhone 14 Pro, you have to scan your face, and it makes like a virtual face of yours. So when you can pick up FaceTime calls on your Vision Pros, and it doesn't show your actual face. It shows an a, like a like an AI recreation yes. of you. And whenever that you speak, is... it moves your mouth. Anyways, so what it does is it shows that same AI picture of your eyes, and it pops through the sc- the front screen so that it looks like you're looking at at whatever past. Fucking police. It's state. so bizarre. And then they they showcase this other thing where <laughs> it showed this this dad at his daughter's birthday party. Or son, you know, at this kid's birthday party. He's like, you can now, like, record in 3D, like, events. That is so it shows the the dad kneeling down with the VR gear on while his daughter or son, whatever, is, like, blowing out the candles. And I'm like, no, that is so weird why you would, like, be wearing that as... Uh, this mo- like this big moment in your child's life, you are like, I'm gonna just sit down with my weird glasses and record this, so then I can put the glasses on and see my child instead of I don't know, be with your actual kid, be with the kid, or just, just make y- a fucking memory, or, or take just, a or photo, just, or you know, video camera, yeah, because yeah, like no. I don't need to have full spatial awareness. Of that a- seems like some weird like trauma. That was shit. that like, was the most Black Mirror that I was like I thought about. Like that is literally an episode of Black Mirror. He keeps reliving the memories that he's recorded. Yeah, and then he figures out that his wife's cheating on him, and then he mutilates himself, or that he has a horrible life and he only records what he wants to, and then keeps on watching the videos that it make that make him seem like his life's okay when his life's falling apart. Well, yeah. Like like some of those things are like really cool because like especially like. Tech, the problem with, like, a lot of tech is that, like, there can be good intentions, but, like, also shitty, like, terrible intentions. Because, like, uh, 
I mean, it's it's more about consequences. Well, because like I I could assume like therapists or like you know th- like the like mental health like studies could really use a lot of this tech to be like, hey, even though it's not exactly the memory you have, we have kind of made a situation that is very similar to yours, so that you can actually kind of confront. Oh, I hate that. that. No, right. don't. No, that that's that so, is that's... the plot of Captain America Three: Civil War. That no true. no screw that. Uh, if. If a therapist has to be like, so I got we got some of our therapy actors to recreate this situation to help you feel better, and you watch that a is fake a the plot fake, of the rehearsal, a, yeah, a <laughs> fake version of something that unfolds to help you deal with something. That's not okay. You well, need to go to a mental hospital if you need that. Be an adult. Go to therapy. Work on your own problems because you can only change how you react to the world. Stop. Uh. Uh-uh. uh No. I mean, way. if it helps somebody else, I mean, that's how I view it. But like, eh. But it's not actually helping. It's putting a Band-Aid on someone with, like, real mental yeah, because, problems. Because you're, well, be you're, in, in that, you're creating a, a thing that's, like... You're it's like, not real. It's not real. Yeah. You, again, you can only change. You can only... Ch- you are the only person charged yourself. You can't... You're not charged with everything around you. Only you can change how you react to things that happen to you. And if you have to get a fake simulation of something to view in 3D world... Like, no. I'm, it's... that. That's too much. That is too much. Like I just need, I just need a video of my dad saying that he loves me. Like, <laughs> it's fucking horrific. Yeah. Horrifying. So the, anyway, it gave me so Wh- many. Horrific. I was gonna say horrific, <laughs> and then I meant to say horrifying. And yeah. Then, yeah. It was together. But anyway, so Apple, and then on top of that, they're like, well, now with our Apple Card, you can twelve, you can you can buy this with zero, you know, zero interest for. Two ninety one a month because of with our Apple Card, like they're they're creating this infrastructure that they're no they know for a fact that it's probably overpriced, and uh, and because they built it again, like so the Apple AirPod Maxes, which are the headphones, they're yeah, like those we're gonna stupidly expensive headphones. So part of it though I didn't know is that Thanks. they made it with metal like aluminum and not plastic because they wanted to feel nice, but they also weigh apparently. Yeah, they're uh, fucking heavy. Yeah, and so the same thing happened with the Vision Pro. They're like, we're going to use brushed aluminum for our thing, and so it's a lot heavier, and that's why they didn't put the battery in the head in the headset because it weigh even more on your. It head. needs to pull your head back so that you're not breaking your goddamn neck, reliving <laughs> your child's death. This is literally the fucking cyberpunk brain dance. But they know. But again, they know. Yeah, they know that it's a lot, and they're like, well, if with the Apple Card, you can, you know have 12 a year you know 12 months of payments to pay it off with interest free with our card there yeah it's it's becoming suck my cock skynet i'm gonna be buying the quest 3 so i can play stranger things and not relive my dad's death when he said he was proud of me for the first time or some shit yeah corporations suck yeah (laughs) if there's one thing i learned from cyberpunk 2077 corporations fucking suck and don't live in the past bro no what, what is it uh I, someone made a, a meme. They're like, uh, companies on June 1st. It was all like Arasaka, Kuroshi Optics, and all these ones. Yep. They're all rainbow Rainbow. <laughs> yeah. We're getting it's, closer and closer to fucking Blade Runner. And it's... Well, no, we're getting, nobody's doing anything we're, about we're it, We're getting man. closer to Cyberpunk. Because you see Keanu Reeves now and his band is back together? Same shit. He's fully... Uh, we're, what's no, going to happen man, in August? If I, anybody's going to save us, it's got to be Keanu Reeves. 
Yeah, Look, I, I'm I just understand saying if Keanu loses an Runner, arm, especially with like AI and like if we make a, a human body, we're just going to enslave them to do stuff. Exactly. But I will say there was one thing that was hopeful that I, we're you know I'm looking at a lot of AI stuff because we use it for well at least like Mid Journey and a little bit of Chat GPT. And the, the AI art stuff doesn't bother me at all. I think that's perfect. I'm thinking it's 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 letting people who, you know, I hate that, like, if somebody wanted, if I wanted to make a thumbnail for something or a picture, that I would have to reach out and pay money to, you know, sure, the, I think, the, I think, it's worth it. But there's but, a difference between, like, what we're doing with the AI art, where it's just algorithmically creating a picture uh-huh. versus like something that has to live and think and feel to do work well e- yeah well even from there like a lot of, a lot of so, the- yeah i'm fine with fine with that but well, it's it scares me what does get well, like it's going to be obvious that in the future what's more valuable is going to be like things that are human touches like hmm. wisdom or like like in like something that takes like intuition or like any sort of like i mean it's going to be the reason why like here in franklin boutique shops sell antiques because they want that human touch of non-manufactured stuff and that's going to become the same thing with ai is like i the second because right now the writer's strike is happening if i find out any movies that are coming out got their script written by like chat gpt or some ai thing i'm not fucking watching that movie just yeah, be, just yeah. because this, the work specifically because of if it does well and like makes a shit ton of money and people go oh i didn't notice then then these companies are gonna go we don't fucking need no, writers no, no i think i think i don't think that would you know disney second. will you 100% these companies who who want to make a shit ton of money are going to go, why the fuck do we need to write these I wouldn't be surprised if children's content was already yeah. on that path. Honestly, yeah. But, yeah, but I, I, do, I, I feel like there would be such a hard, like, society as a whole would come down really hard on any companies that started doing big stuff like that. Again, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not saying... I mean, you would think, but here we are, shit keeps happening and nobody keeps doing anything. It's it's the my th- my yeah. thing is I'm like because a lot of a lot of these companies I like because I it's it's kind of turning into this way with a lot of the video game scene where like look at every major AAA release that's not from Nintendo is usually just another flavor of the same type of game because they're safe and easy to do if you want that innovation and fucking weird shit you, you go, go to the Nintendo indie or Nintendo indie. and Indies like. You were never going to get a game like Hades from fucking EA, Activision, any of them, ever. Absolutely You're not. never going to get a game like Binding of Isaac or Hollow Knight or any of that shit that has this feeling of like, yeah, these people put like all of their time and effort and love of video games into these games. Whereas you look at, I mean, shit, Redfall. Redfall was literally made to be like, hey, uh, get us one of them them, them uh, microtransaction games. We want one of those. So start working on that. And who do we want for it? Oh, let's get Arcane, the guys who are really good at making single-player, lived-in worlds. Yeah, I can do one. And then fucking half the team was like, we don't want to do that. And they're like, that ah, sucks. And they left. And so they're running on, like, 30 people to make this fucking game. And no one wanted to make it. And look, and it shows. Versus, and that was supposed to be a big AAA Xbox-exclusive game. Well, I'll tell you, I am excited about um, Donkey's Game Studio. Sounds like that's exactly what they want, is like games that are built with love. They published one already, didn't they? It, yeah. I think well, one, yeah. That really pretty, like, HD2D one. Yeah. Like, I, I pretty much find myself... Well, that's the one they're working on, yeah. I find myself mainly just sticking to indie games. Like, I'm, I'm very excited for Sea of Stars. It's supposed to be, like, kind of Chrono Trigger-esque. 
which I'm hyped for. Yeah, and like that, any any I'm any very like, much looking forward to that one too. Pretty much indie games because they they tend to have that 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 love that I like because that's the thing when you look back at like old school AAA games like when Mass Effect first came out you're like when you play it, you're like this is something cool this is different this is new because the team was like we want to make a sci-fi RPG and they made a sci-fi RPG whereas nowadays you know all these companies that are hitting with that like well we need one of these types of games so you your you your team I mean this is like Redfall is not the first company that's done this how many fucking Anthem Redfall, Marvel's Avengers, all these games that are made by single-player devs. They say, hey, Babylon's fucking fall. Suicide Squad, uh, Killer Justice League is suffering this with so many delays and problems. I, I'll be shocked if that game ever comes out. It's but I think they, they're going to have to because Kevin Conroy's last performance is in it. That's the problem is that they have to by that front. I don't think the story is going to be bad. I Rocksteady tends to do pretty good with their, their comic book stories, so I'm not expecting that, but like... Man, I'm gonna hate playing through it. Yeah, I'm. I'm really expecting Operation Raccoon City two out of that game, which I didn't hate that game, but I, I'm definitely not paying full I, price for it. I hated it because I had to play through it single player. But if this game comes out and it's on a platform that you and I can play together, I think it'll be a much better experience. I mean, probably hitting Steam. I, I think it'll probably be day one if it's Rocksteady, but Rocksteady has a a rocky history with PC ports. That's true. The Arkham Knight PC port was so abysmal. We'll see. Well, we'll see. I, I'm just honestly, and then case we're also finding this out from PlayStation. Apparently the last of us factions has been having trouble. Why does it need to exist? Just put like you didn't cause they want to have a games of service. Sony wants, they've said they have 12 in development and we got a bunch of them announced Recently, but apparently they, they want to hit something that's Fortnite. Like Fortnite. Because- they can't. They they keep trying to like suck out of everybody else's ideas. Fucking PlayStation All Stars, this Switch that's not a Switch pad that they have. That literally every handheld device I own can do that. Yeah. My Vita can do that. Why do I need to buy? But this- it doesn't have haptic feedback. I don't need the fucking haptic feedback. Haptic feedback feels like shit on the PS5, and I'll stand by that. Well, it feels like shit because most games don't. Most game companies don't know what the fuck to do with it. The only the only time, realistically, out of all the games I played, the only time the haptic feedback felt good was Returnal, and and that's it. Honestly, most games it's just like, well, it makes the triggers feel weird. Returnal actually felt kind of cool. The one game where it felt kind of good was, was Astro's, Play- Astro's Play World, the tech demo game. Which, it's, it's the same thing with the fucking Switch Joy-Cons. How many actual games use the full range of those Joy-Cons? Nobody does besides that, Mario nobody Party. uses the AR sensor besides 1-2-Switch. And because 1-2-Switch exists, they have to do that in every single pair of Joy-Cons they release and keep the price high for this thing that nothing you uses. See, do you see everyone's... Oh, do you see that right. game? Do you see everyone, that, uh, that new game, everyone's 1-2-Switch? No. The sequel? Apparently... It's getting released, but the rumor was that it was so bad, Nintendo didn't want to release it, but apparently they're just going to release it anyway. Well, so, like, I mean, yeah. $70, and I bet. The same thing is with the PS5 controller. Yeah. is uh, I mean, with- playing through Horizon, it has haptic feedback where it's like, oh, you pull the thing and it feels like you're pulling the string of a bow. It feels like dog shit. I felt like I was playing that game on a fucking Wii remote because it does that stupid little terrible speaker that's like, Twang, twang, twang! Every time you shoot an arrow, really? It's Did you turn those off awful. in that game? I think so. Okay, because I, I I tried it on when I played Devil May Cry Five. It was like 
that's a game where I don't want any fucking feedback because, like, exactly, you just like, want to be able to do your combos in peace. Like, I, I, I when I, because I, I tried to play it with it, I turned it off immediately. But I was like, the the exceed function for Nero Sword, it, I, I know the timing of it, and I fucked it up because there was give. It, like, it was like, nope, you can't push it down quite yet because there has to be like pressure when you're revving a motorcycle. But I'm like, fuck off, just let me. And I turn, I turn it off on every game, and they, like. This is why Xbox has the best controller. Facts, because they've never had to innovate like for like they 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 know what's good. They nailed it at the 360, and it's just but been also, versions of that since. Xbox knows too. Like, let's say they do come out with like a game that they want to innovate a special controller feature. They'll just make a new controller that has for that, that feature. Yes, because I mean they they know they with the amount of different game controllers. I mean, all of them are aesthetic, except when you get into Pro. But it's like. For them, that would be easy, and then it's like honestly. And I, the thing with that is, I'm not worried if Xbox does that because I know it's going to work alongside my pre-existing Xbox controllers that I've had for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like Microsoft understands hardware and what needs to be there, and it, it it baffles me that nobody else understands. Well, it's interesting. I will say because I've I, even heard that people are like PlayStation is still winning, like. The console, no, it's war. not. It's it's really not, especially when you go into the uh, fact. It is. Shut up. <laughs> that that like they're also what they're doing, incorporating with their their whole like now Xbox is not just consoles. It's PC now. They've they're they're well they for a while now they're like they've they've done what nobody else could do. Well, they're also like okay, like our gaming division like is not just the Xbox Series S and X. It's also PC, and they're doing a lot there. A lot for both console and PC, and I really appreciate that now being a PC owner. I'm like, I think, and that, shit works so well across all of them, especially with Game Pass Ultimate. Like, this is looking ahead a little bit, but I think the mass majority of the public is going to move towards having PC and then Nintendo. Yeah. Like that, it seems like Microsoft. Well, it might and just be Sony like they create a console which that. is a PC. I would be cool with that. I think if they came out with an Xbox PC, I'd be all over right, that. Right, the, well, right now. The reason why the Xbox Series X, I mean, it technically on some games runs better than my PC, even though I have a 3070 and like a Ryzen this 570. Seems, that seems to be the case for a lot of games that are on both PC and stuff, because PC, you have so many specs you have to worry about. Well, the thing, an, an Xbox or a PlayStation, even the fucking Switch, it's like, you know the specs of that console. You know exactly well, how it's, it's supposed it's, to run. The reason is, you is can because it's because um, there's no bloatware, first of all. There's, so there's no, like, I'm not having to run different UI. It's mm. all one UI. Well, the, it's you know it's everything from UI. You to also don't like, have like you also don't have like a launcher that's going to launch the game and do all this. Yeah. It's just the game is there. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, and you can it just takes away all of like the things. But it would be really easy for them to be like, this is going to be our you know it's going to be seven hundred bucks, but it's also a PC with a, a limited UI, but you can install any application. And if they do that, we've seen it with Steam Deck because you know games that get verified for Steam Deck or even not verified like Cyberpunk. They're like, okay, well, these are the specifications of the Steam Deck. They add a preset for that that detects when you launch the game. Well, what's even crazier is, um, even though I've talked about off-podcast, but the the ROG Ally, um, which is Asus's handheld, is incredible. Because um, essentially, when they were developing the Steam Deck, they kept the same um, hardware when they were developing it. 
for the final product just so that it was all, you know, together and they didn't have to change. But ROG has like the newest chi uh, chipset and stuff like that. And it's crazy powerful. I mean, it's wild how much more powerful it is from the Steam Deck. But what's really exciting about that is is it can run pretty much everything. Um, in, you know, not not just like all the applications. Like it can do Steam, Xbox, Epic Store, EA Launcher, like any of the launchers. It can all do because it's running off of a Windows 11. Um, but I just I just see that to be like it would be so easy to do an Xbox handhold handheld. And also doing an Xbox PC. Well, I, th I, I think, think we're is, headed for a world where there's going to be a specific Windows like console interface. And it's think, all going to be one. Yeah, and I think that's that's what we really need next to make these like, you know, combo devices, if you want to call I th them that. Work. I think honestly, I think PlayStation is and and Nintendo are going to be the last companies who have like dedicated. Here's the new console. I think as much as I, they're gonna like Xbox is gonna make another console, but it's just gonna be another like kind of like how the Xbox One to the Series X is the same UI, same interface, generally the same shit. Just, and that's what I power. want. However, like, you, I much more appreciate that over the PS5 because the PS5 UI sucks. Cock. Well, that's what I, I'm like. Actually, even though my, people might think, ah, oh, that's lame. That's actually what I want. I w Nobody wants to get into a new console and just have to figure it out. Yeah, like I'm not spending end. time in the UI. I just want new hardware to play better games, which have better graphics, and that's all I want. I don't care. And then when it comes with backwards compatibility, I can put in even 360 discs. Still. Even original Xbox discs. Yes, I can still do that. It, it, it's it's I yeah I appreciate that so much the more than like new UI, new controller with. Like the problem, gimmicky is, stuff. the problem is that like I because I appreciate all that too, but then like general public, like, like case case in point, PS5 is outselling everything everywhere except Switch in Japan. That's the only one that has outsold the PlayStation. Which shout out to the Switch, but PlayStation's selling well. All of their exclusives still sell like hotcakes. Fucking God of War Ragnarok sold seven seven point something million in three days. Not as much as Tears of the Kingdom, but like they're like the thing is PlayStation is at the point where like. They don't have to change yet, yet, because like more people bought a PlayStation Five at launch, and are still more people are buying that. Um, but when they have to change, that's when Xbox is going to make the big. Like, what to me? Well, case in what we've seen it with Redfall, because that was a disaster. But like, I think we, and I think everyone's been saying it is once Xbox can get into a a groove with their exclusives. Like, if Starfield comes out and is a banger, and then they announce Fables coming out soon. And then they announced Avowed, and then they announced oh, out, uh, what's the fucking Obsidian game? The Outer Worlds two, like Outer once, Worlds two, Fallout New Vegas two. <laughs> God, I hope so. Once they start, once they put out games, and they and if if PlayStation or not, sorry, if Xbox can put out, Jeez. Jesus, if Xbox can put out banger, like I'm talking nine out of ten games in the same. That's true. Once the they start doing vein, like the, I, it feels like they're holding off and waiting for something. And I have no idea what it could be. Well, every, like, every the thing is, and this to their detriment, apparently Xbox has had the most, and that's hands-off approach to their devs to their dev teams, which is both a good thing for some devs and then a bad thing for the other. Like, I don't give a shit who you are. Get into fucking uh, who made Banjo Kazooie? What's their uh, rare? Get in there and get them to finish that fucking Everwild game. I don't yeah. care. Do not like. Don't sit there and go. Hey, well, whatever you got. They're, this is the there. days of the N64. They're not the 
most cutting edge team ever. Yeah, you need to get in there and teach them. Some like new shit. they need they need help. Arcane should have ne- like you should have canceled Redfall. The, the one studio that I'm fine with them leaving completely alone is Obsidian because I know Obsidian and, can and Ninja just, Theory. Yeah, fucking they can just put out whatever, whatever. Be, and you know I feel like Ninja Theory. I mean, hopefully, Ninja Theory I think is going to be their Naughty Dog. If Hellblade Two comes out as as good as I think it's going to be, they're going to be the like. I have high hopes for that. That like story-driven, hard third-person action. I think that that it's going to be really telling about the future of Xbox when Starfield comes out, because that is if Starfield tanks, they're fucked. Yes, I don't think there's a reality where Starfield can actually tank. I agree because I also think that they they know that this is like needs to be the game. Yeah, this needs to be their game. This needs to be the one to kick it off. All the stuff that they've been doing. Yeah, already. And then maybe yeah. I mean, but it. To be fair, I agree that it needs a game that is as good as Last of Us or God of War. I mean, shit, I I don't care what the story is. When Fable comes out, I'm abandoning everything else. I mean, who who did? Was it EA that did um, Titanfall? Yes. Yeah. Respawn. Respawn Respawn in EA, but yes. Dude, Respawn has become that team from them where they apparently have like full, like full like control over themselves. Apex. Which is a better Overwatch, if they, you ask me. They fucking deserve it. They nail that. Dude, give me all like their shit the from like. Uh, so today, sorry. No good. Yesterday, <laughs> Kevin. It was at night. We were just hanging out, and Kevin says to me, "Hey man, I'm looking for like an. I think I'm like itching to play like a new, f- good first person shooter." And then I had an ADHD moment, and I just didn't respond to him. <laughs> this morning, I like it. Like it hit you. Yeah, and I was like. Oh my gosh! I can't believe I didn't even like address that. Yeah, and so then I, I come in. and I was, was like, your first thing you said, Titanfall two. No, no that's think, what I said. That's what I. Well, I, I well we were. Up. I was thinking, and I was like, well, uh, you know, uh, like Bioshock Infinite would be a good one. Um, and we were thinking, and then I, then he said Titanfall two, and I was like, dude, if I would be so fine if Titanfall did stop doing multiplayer and just did like if they just took. Like, just take the Apex engine, all the things that you've done with that, just make a new single player. I mean, they could do or the same ma- style make, of make open world. Don't d- give a campaign. No, to dude, Apex. here's the thing do what Overwatch can't fucking do. Just say, hey, we're going to do an Apex Stunt Legends thing, and it's actual story content, and we're going to, like, make it matter. If Apex had PvE, I'd be all over that. Dude, well, like. I love Apex as it is. It, like, that's a lot of battle If Royale, they did a Titanfall good at it. 3, <laughs> yeah. that was like. They could even do like an open world story where like, you know, other areas were closed off until you find you defeat a boss that gives you a new ability. I mean, then you, you can customize your mech more. When you really look at like Jedi Survivor, that's basically what it is. Really, it's dude, just open world Titanfall because they have all the mechanics of Titanfall 2. Yeah. It's just in third person with a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. No, I but also gun. Well, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah I just right. <laughs> I we were saying though that like Titanfall would Two would be a great story game for Kevin to play first person. It's so good. It, it, I, it, it's one of the only games awesome. I've cried. There's like maybe three games, four games that I cried during. BT, my boy. Dude. And I was like, dude, the guy who voices Ganon vo- voices the main character. Um, oh, yeah, fuck. I keep forgetting Matt Mercer because I, I haven't like, Jack? I haven't really sit down and like, because every time I hear him recently has been uh so you are the one who fights. And I'm like, oh, he's still decrepit Ganon so far. 
Like, no, I've, you I've, know, I've seen him a minute. Well, no, I've, yeah, I've, just I've, get a little bit well, so I, good. I've seen him like the next the, the the next memory that was released was when Ganon showed us the memory, and he's like, "Haha!" He he raised the blood moon and said, "Look at oh. all this dope shit I can do." Yeah. yeah, and that one was where he's like, "It's Matt Mercer," but like before, and it's still Matt Mercer, but beforehand, it's like. It's Matt Mercer playing a fucking zombie where he's like, you are the one with the truffles. Every time I did that, I just imagined any time did, did you guys a watch- critical role that he had to do either like Vecna or like a decrepit, you know, court motherfucker. Or like yeah. when they ever, they do speak with dead and he has to do like the dead person talking voice. I was like, he's that's exactly that I, voice. Dude, critical role is the best thing to happen to the D&D community because like you, because they, they show you what D&D can be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause like, I think most people just kind of go, oh, it's a bunch of nerds rolling dice and yelling at each other. You look at critical role play and you go, fuck, this is, whoa. I mean, to and be fair. For it, the general it, public. It, I, it's most a combination who, of Matt Mercer's amazing storytelling, but you could the fact do, that they're all voice actors. But yeah, you could yeah. do that without, without actual people that, that can do character development without the aid of, like, on the spot character yeah. development. I mean, the, their voices. Are, are just basic voices, but it's more that they understand character development and well, how it's to basic, play a it's, it's basic voices, but then you get into like those moments. Like I still, one of my favorite characters of campaign two is Ford because of oh, how best. Travis fucking plays him. Yeah. And like, and, and it's, it's specifically in moments where like, all right, the rest of you guys go to sleep and then Matt just turns to Ford and go, what do you want to do? And he has this moment alone. And I was like, Oh fuck. That's yeah. my boy. So, I fucking love for it. So good. Uh, like it, just in general. I uh, recently like, listened to it, and right when, um, when I literally like held my fist in the air when Ford kisses, um, his wife. Yeah, his oh, wife. Yeah. But the character, he's like, yeah. And I pull her and I kiss her, and I was like, yeah! <laughs> let's go, bro. I love the the because he he was apparently in campaign two. He's like. He, he, I'm not he gonna fall. I'm well, no, not, he, not gonna. He's he's been he's been adamant. That's why he played Grog in the last game. And his thing was, I don't want to do romance. And then he re- and then no. he literally starts to fall in love with his wife's character. And he's like, "Fuck, it's happening." What, what, what's what's best about it is they did this, and then Laura Bailey turns him and goes, "I bet I will I will I will get you this this yeah. campaign." Because the whole time she's flirt. So it starts because well, she flirts with everybody. What was the no, yeah? What, what was um uh fuck? What is her name? Uh, Jester. Jester. Jester flirts with. Caleb, and then uh, not really. He she well, flirted more well, it's, with. Well, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of in, like Caleb has a thing, but like, and then Marisha Ray's character, I cannot remember her name for the life of me. Uh, but those two, but then like, you, there was a point. Well, Marisha falls in love with Yasha. Uh, Yasha, yeah. yeah. No, but, but the best part was so in it, Caleb has to is like he's looking for like smutty books. And he finds one called Tusk Love. Yeah. And in it, it the main it's, character it's... is an orc. And so Jester keeps on reading it. And there's moments where Jester like calls Ford the character in Tusk Love. And she goes, oh, I mean Ford. Yeah. <laughs> they do it so – it's so good. I, I remember like when I finished Campaign 2, I was like, yeah, Ford's one of my favorite characters. But like also just – this shit was cute as fuck. <laughs> uh-huh. I, speaking of Critical Role, did you guys watch their Zelda one-shot? No, but I saw a Nintendo post about it. I, I watched I th- um, I threw the it first in, 20 minutes I of it. I threw it in the group chat, uh, and then I was like, I'm going to w- start watching this, and I saw it had Robbie in it. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Fucking love Robbie Damon. That man is, is a treasure when it comes to this shit. He's great. His, yeah. his character in Campaign 3 and in... Uh, Exandria Unlimited or whatever that, that other campaign they did was. It was great. I I am really tempted to get it's 
I think it's only like if you buy it for the year, I think it's 40 bucks for the year for um, Breakout TV, which is uh, called Tumors. Um, oh, yeah. So we're like Brennan Lee stuff. The so you also 20. get Game Changers. Dimension I would 20. like to binge some okay. uh, D20 on there. Dude. Bro, what, so anyways, it's what's only the, like their fantasy year, high is or whatever that one is. Yeah, they, they that did, shit they is did like a so whole funny. other season of fantasy high that you can't see on it's YouTube. Only, so it's it's 45 bucks for the year. And I was like, that's actually... That's, that's not bad to have for a year. It's like, I think it's like three bucks a month. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's actually really good. So I'm really tempted do to... They have, but, do they have an app on like TVs and stuff that you can know? Or is it just like... I don't know. I don't know. I, I think don't. they... I don't know if it's on TVs, but I think there is a mobile app. Because that was Yeah, the that would make sense if there was a mobile app. But when, uh, when, it's hard to get... You have to be a big player to get... Even though you have weird, like, really weird, odd TV apps like... Yeah, like the Tubi. Korean church channel. Yeah. Well, so maybe. Well, because I was saying, because DC Universe, when they started, when they when they didn't when they weren't part of HBO, and they just were like, "Hey, Harley Quinn and Titans," and then went on that streaming service first. Speaking of HBO, I just saw this last night when I was like trying to fall asleep. I put on videos, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I do know. I was watching, every night. It's it's Warhammer lore. I was watching something last night, and a uh, an ad came up beforehand, and it was like. For the Righteous Gemstones season three, I was like, "What the fuck? I haven't seen this." So I like flip back over, <laughs> I pick it up, and it's like Righteous Gemstones season three, June eighteenth. I'm like, "Let's go!" There's Honestly, a, a couple movies we gotta go see. Barbie, Barbie, Barbie of course. Uh, Spider Man. So gotta base our on. personalities on that Jake Gyllenhaal for hold the next on, couple on, years until on. the next Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I, that that brings up to something that I wanted to talk about. Uh, for a bunch of my work friends decided to, to we're gonna go see a movie and I didn't have to pay for a ticket it's my birthday and I saw Spider-Verse oh okay you bitch I'm yeah. gonna hey y'all be Tears of the Kingdom y'all know shit that I that you know whatever is it good it is way better than the first one what that is insane that's so hard to believe I, let me, no let me put it this way I went I watched the first one like just to re, re-catch up and whatever and I'm like man the first one feels like it was made by Pixar and this one feels like it was made by DreamWorks now like that discrepancy of like, yeah, the first one's still good and fine, whatever. But this one, though. Okay, that can. Did you see the Fortnite I, skins? I did not, but fuck, they're I, they're really dude, fucking good. I'm just saying. No matter what angle you view them at, the lighting changes on the character model. It looks like they're actually pulled from the movie. The the so again, they're flexing the art style because each of the Spider Men that you see has like a different distinct art style, specifically Spider Punk. I is saw, like ripped I newspaper and shit. Doing Bro, shit. he's my literally. I ended the movie going, mo- Spider Punk's the best character in this whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah he I was saw, the best. So two TikToks that I saw. One of them was was like, it showed into the Spider Verse and and Breath, and Breath of the Wild. Wild. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> I don't, they can't, like, oh, I don't know how they're gonna make better sequels. And then both of them come out. These motherfuckers don't miss. <laughs> yeah. And then the other one was if you and it showed all the different characters from uh, what's the new Spider Man. Into the Spider Verse, across the Spider, across the Spider Verse. It showed all of them, and it was like all the different characters. Like, if you like this character, read this comic. If you like this character, and I was like, dude, there's they comics for each one of these, which every, makes yeah, sense. Every that they every shop, single I just one. Did, I was, you know, dude. To that. I will say this. I have to ask because he's my favorite. Do they have any kind of Scarlet Spider? Ben Riley. Yeah. Yep. Fuck yes. Oh no. The, Is it classic Scarlet so, Spider with a hoodie? 
Let's go, baby. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put it this way. There's a full. At first, I was like, oh, he's a one-off joke because they make fun of '90s Edge. Mm-hmm. To where then it's very, it's very established that he's going to be like a main guy for one of the teams in Part Three. Hell, which yes. by the way, Part Three comes out in March. March of this year. Like the upcoming March yes. that's about to happen. Because they, they, they did, because originally it was called Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 and Part 2. Now it's called Beyond the Spider-Verse. And, but they did them at the same time. Holy shit. So it's coming out in March, so we don't have that long Also, you can't, you can't bitch about the 90s edge and then have Spider-Man 2099 be one of your main guys. Dude, no, fuck. He was the best fucking antagonist, not villain, antagonist. Of the of, of oh uh, my the, uh, fucking uh, gosh, uh, uh, Oscar Isaac. Yes, holy shit! Every like, so when did you see this? Like yesterday, Sunday, the day of my birth. Okay, yeah. the day of my literally yes. the day of my birth. Literally yeah. when I was born. The second I popped out, my mama Spider Verse. Spider Verse. No, we we go we go and do something tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. Some, uh, I'm assuming ramen. And Let's then, do ramen. Honestly, I'll, I'll say this. I'll be down to see Spider-Verse again with y'all. I'm cool with that, that shit was fucking awesome. We will be, yeah, near the, the, the like, theater. Just un- un- unabashedly, like, I can't gush about this movie more. They fucking nailed Gwen. She has a bigger presence in this movie. Miguel O'Hara's... They're, they're, oh my gosh. Every, okay. like, so it's, it's God, just good. fucking amazing. It's amazing. It's like, yeah. again, it's like the TikTok. Tears of the, like, you thought Breath of the Wild was the best Zelda's gonna get. Then Tears of the Kingdom comes out and you're like, holy shit. This is 10 times. It makes, like, Tears of the Kingdom makes Breath of the Wild feel ancient in the same way that this movie it, makes. It really does. This yeah, movie, yeah. It, it's this so movie, unbelievable how acro- much better Tears of the Kingdom is. <laughs> Across the Spider Verse makes Into the Spider Verse feel like an animated fan. How film. long is it? Like two hours? Two, it, it, the thing is. You feel the two hours, but you're not like, like it's it's never like a, it's just constantly you're like, it's well, it's never gonna... like the Batman. No, <laughs> I was not shaking my. It was my so leg. good though. Come on, it, I I, did, I love that movie. No, I, I love. You the can Batman. definitely feel the length at points. The thing, the thing is, at the end, which was which is unfortunate. I like, I'd much rather to drag on in, in the, the beginning, beginning. Yeah. yeah, or in the middle, well, like again, Jin Ro. Case Jin Ro has the Jin Ro. It's like beginning, fire, middle, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> in the, the end, end, it's like. The middle fire, dude. I'll tell you though, dude. rewatching it, rewatch it again after we saw uh, Il Young, and it, watch it again, and you're like, this movie isn't actually perfect. I mean, maybe that's why we liked Il Long so much is because we knew. The thing, uh, but I'm saying the middle didn't feel mundane at all. It was so bizarre. So it you, was it was a completely different experience. So I'm just saying. You want to talk about pacing is the, the Spider-Verse movie, the pacing, like the middle part's probably the slowest, but there's a point where the movie just says, all right, and go. And it doesn't fucking stop till like credits cha- hit. The, cha- the chase, start of the chase The scene. chase starts it. Yeah. And from then on, it is tension. Like you were, I was edge of my seat just like. I was edging on my seat. I was edging on my seat. No, this movie made me come. Let's be honest. This shit was fucking amazing. I, I like literally like. We were in the, the we were in like the Dolby Theater where you, you can recline your seats and shit. And I start I, I started there. That shit was, that shit was up and I'm like on I'm like I'm like, Gamer like stance. Yeah. Game, well I'm like I literally was like biting like my nails like I'm like fuck fuck fuck. Oh my gosh, what the fuck? Like the whole end part, last like hour, it was so fucking action packed and tense. And then it got heavy. And I was like, oh fuck. Cause they mentioned things like there it's small things in the last movie. 
What studio is doing the Sony animation? Pictures Animation. Wow. But it's but the t- specifically it's the team behind it. So Sony Pictures is, is the yeah the big well yeah. but, well they're it's, like, it's different. It's it's one team within a studio. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like it's, they've gathered people. Yeah, and this 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 team specifically again they these guys are just flexing their animation where they just like we know are they the doing, doing the same thing where where they mess with frame rate? Yep. I love that. That like, was case so in point, cool. Spider Spider Punk. Uh, is at a different frame rate because his whole thing is he he looks like like punk aesthetic like, like a new, punk newspaper poster. like yeah punk posters newspaper cutouts that's him uh-huh. and you're like oh like there's well, some, like there's so there's some little, scenes you, where he's black and white or, or monochrome versus like Miguel is like this it's, oh, it's I can't wait awesome. to see the corridor uh, digital video for that because when they did that for the Spider Verse there was stuff I didn't realize like when um when Miles in the first movie when he's swinging learning how to swing he's it, a it's, slower it's frame at rate. a slower frame rate so it looks choppier and then once he gets his web swinging down they, they smooth the frame rate. it yeah they smooth it out so, and you're like oh my gosh they, so uh, it's, a, it's a bunch of shit like that that like you'll notice is the music good because the, the fucking mu- the, the predator better, it has to be that Dude. predator uh, prowler prowler predator prowler whatever prowler music is like Dude, still top tier Miguel O'Hara's intro music I, I saw a TikTok that was like me after Spider-Verse and it was like anytime I walk into a room and it's just like Miguel O'Hara's theme song they nail it and then like again I thought it was gonna the, the, the music soundtracks apparently all curated by Metro Boomin so you got like a oh, bunch of shit, yeah. yeah. But then the actual soundtrack, like anytime Spider Punk hits the screen, it's like Ramones, Sex like, Pistols, like punk rock, like classic OG punk. classic punk. Hell yes. Because because again, he's also British, so it's full classic punk, and like he's an anarchist whole thing. I love, fucking love Spider Punk's character, uh, and like every like same with Gwen because Gwen's kind of like kind of punk rock in this because that's Spider Gwen. She's more like pop punk aesthetic yeah well because she's a drummer in a band that's her that's yeah. that's spider gwen's whole thing so she her her and spider punk have already like a connection based Isn't on like the music. band so the what, mary jane you have you yeah. like read a lot of the comics of not the for Spider-Man, a, not for a lot of these the spider-man the, the spider-men's well they have spider-verse comics spider people's there's a fuckload of those dude so well, there, there the was miguel the, there o'hara was, do you know his backstory uh, he he is. Is that Spider-Man twenty nine? Yeah, so he's from the future. I think that was in a nineties run. Well, they did. They so twenty ninety nine was a imprint where they they decided to go. Here's your favorite Marvel superheroes, but in the far flung future, and like all of them sucked except for Spider Man's. Yeah, like Punisher quite literally. Twenty ninety nine was not very awful. Good. Hulk Hulk was okay, but the rest like Doctor Doom was terrible. Like they're all bad, but Spider Man twenty ninety nine was the one that stuck because it wasn't Peter. Yeah, I'd love to get some do- like some Doctor Doom posters for the podcast room mostly just as an mf doom Doom. but like there's some sick dr doom art out there there she is yeah honestly if if i can find a 3d print of uh mf doom uh mask you probably could i mean it's literally just a dr doom mask i think well it's it's modified because the mouth is more yeah and he's just got the two lines that come down here i i showed you that episode of um Space what we games. do in the shadows, oh. where Nandor has that on a suit of armor. Yeah, right? yeah. But uh, Miguel O'Hara, I'm so glad you like that show. It's I love that show. I, I can't to... believe you. I showed you it like th- two episodes, and then the next the like, next day, you I was like... like, I watched all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you know what we have been watching that is so in BJ's? At, well, it, it's so interesting. So um, you know the oh, show. Yeah. You know the show. Um, I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. I think so, yeah. Um, 
So they did two. There's was two seasons out, and I think within the past week, a third season has come out. And it's one of those things you watch once, and you're like, "That was great. That was hilarious." Because they're 15 minute episodes, mm. uh, all just skits, and you know some of them are comfortable, some of them are really funny. But I was like, I forgot, and I showed Kevin. It feels like a while ago when the second season came out. So I mean, that could have been a, over a year ago, and he was like, eh, "Wasn't feeling it." And I was like, "Damn! Like I love this stuff." And so the third season came out. I was like, BJ would love this humor. So we started binging it, essentially. I mean, like in the first night, we watched almost a, a season and a half. So like eight episodes. Uh, but it's easy because they're only 15 yeah. minutes. It's fucking hilarious. There have been multiple times where I'm just dying on the couch uh, there's, laughing. Uh, it's some of the hardest laughing I've ever seen BJ laugh. It, it's, it's, it's hard to describe what I like in comedy. Because it's like, I love just simple, stupid the stupidest possible thing you could ever write. I'm going to laugh my ass off at that. Or, and then, or like the darkest, most uncomfortable shit ever. It's, it's exactly. Uncomfortable. It's like meta, meta humor is going to make me laugh. And then really dumb, like fart jokes make me laugh. And then nothing in between. <laughs> I think, I think that's, that's why, like, that's why I've liked Atlanta. Cause it's Ad, that Atlanta same shit where, where it's fucking... stupid. It's stupid fart jokes or the most like bite this sandwich. Bite <laughs> <laughs> this sandwich. He literally is just, and then dude disappears with his dog out of nowhere. It was literally like, I, I can't wait for like the final episode where it's like, yeah, that was God telling you to like do the, or whatever. And like some- that guy, I've, I've watched it a couple of times now and he keeps showing back up and it's like, Does he have the Nutella it's sandwich? never explained. Of course it's never explained. But like the, the second to last episode of that show is a 45 minute documentary about the Goofy movie. <laughs> and it feels so on par, but so out of place. Yeah, I need, I need, I need more shows like that. What is, what is this one called? You said uh, you should leave. You, I, I think, think you, you should, should leave. leave. It's on Netflix. Oh well, I can't watch it anymore. We'll we can watch, watch it we're here. Gonna watch, we're okay, gonna we'll watch. We're gonna watch the rest of the third season here. Tonight. Do you know how to drive? No. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm fucking s- scared. I'm so fucking scared. That's a nice motorcycle. <laughs> I can't wait to get the context for this. You probably it's, love it's, your mother-in-law. I can't even describe Who's the how... most popular now, <laughs> Paul? Oh, they're so good. This new season's also really, really clever. I've seen a couple uh, skits from it, and they're really funny. Um... Do any of these motherfuckers blast out of the wall and just shoot cum everywhere? They just shoot a fat load of cum and yell horse cock. No. How, how okay. Know? Okay. <laughs> I'm not trying to make this the worst day of your life. But I, I legitimately want to know. <laughs> Do any of these fuckers. <laughs> you can't say that we can curse and they get mad at me when I curse. <laughs> Uh, can't wait for this. Yeah, they're up, they're just they're wild. There's so many that I just at the end of them. Usually it's the last skit that when they then roll credits, I'm like, dude, what the hell? What 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 was this? Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're great. I if if we're down like once we finish season three or whatever, if we go back and just show me like the best of some of the other ones. Oh yeah, I'll, like this, I can like, easily do like, that. Like 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 this skit. There's probably guy, like six one. or seven skits because that's kind of how they do. Is there's like. And that's how you get through it. Is there's some kits that are, skits that are really good, and then, but they do this thing where they purposely drag on things to make you uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I love that shit. They, it they it drag does. A bit it, on like the ghost house one goes on like a couple minutes too long, and I'm just like waiting 
I don't even know then, what I'm waiting for. And then he goes, point. did you make any friends, new friends? He's like, I don't think so, Mom. And then he gets in the car. And, he, and then they just drive off. And then, and and then it's, it's just so the fucking of, weird. It's the end of the episode. Yeah. I love that. It's so good. <laughs> that reminds me, well, not really, but like that kind of reminds me of why I like Loiter Squad for as much as I did. Just because it was like small, like 15-minute skits, but it was like... Or even small, like even like shorter. But it was literally just like Tyler the Creator and his friends just being like, I don't know, make the goofiest shit we can think of. The only one that I ever saw of that show was the one where Blake from Workaholics was like a guest star. Honestly, that's all on Max on our HBO Max. I'm still gonna call it HBO. I hate just the name Max. Yeah, it's here's because well, it's dumb. I hate it. Whatever. Uh, point is, and their UI sucks. Honestly, by the, way. the new UI it's sucks. A I just don't like that the colors have changed. No, for, for me, it sucks. Like, I'll open the app, right? HBO was, like, the staple for, like, long episodes of, like, serious dramas. And it, it was iconic for that. Like, HBO, now they've just done away with HBO? Yeah, they've completely undone their branding. No, 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 HBO is still there. Branding. Well, no, HBO is still there. It's just Max is now the, the I know, hub. but they've done away with their yeah. branding, which is, like, lessens the brand. I mean, the fact that we don't get the, 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 t- the, the sizzle, the crackle TV screen with... Oh, like it's all very iconic. Yeah. Apparently, well, apparently that's still there. It's just not. Uh, no, man, it's 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 fading. I I wonder because well, case in point, like fucking Last of Us exists, and pretty much makes that like, you know, the the king. I just don't know because we've said time and time again that HBO is maybe the best streaming service now. I mean it it a hundred percent is, and they. They keep making decisions within the past, like, six months, it feels like. It's like, what if we fucked it up, though? Yeah. Like, it, it started it's, on a roll with, like, same-day theater release, movie release. And that was, like, That was I, huge. And I liked it. That, I did. That was the case. Well, that was good for us. But, like, case in point, like, technically on Warner Brothers' side, the Suicide Squad movie is not a successful movie. Even though, well, you know they what? Can look, they can look at the numbers. Zack Snyder's cut in that was great. same vein. I did not have to go pay and watch Wonder Woman two, and I will thank HBO Max for that until the day that I fucking die. Yeah, I will. On was the ass. other side of that, was I will thank ass. HBO that the day after we saw Dune, I could go and rewatch it again and again. And the fact that we were able to do the Kong versus Godzilla podcast at all is thanks to HBO Max. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying I. For me personally, if it was monetarily viable in in a way, I'd say keep doing that. Like 100. percent The just, problem is that Warner Brothers is a bunch of old retards that need to be put down. Legally, I'll say I disagree with you. In Minecraft. Oh, <laughs> 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 what's the, the d- in game? In game? In game? No. Uh, what's, what's the what's the Roblox death sound? Ooh. Oof. Oof. <laughs> no, I. It sucks because like Netflix was the king, and then now they're dying. <laughs> um, honestly, for me, I think just I. I think I watch more shit on Hulu than I do anything else. Just yeah, that, I, mean, I Hulu, find myself on Hulu a lot too. The thing I, is, like, well, besides, the reason I love Hulu is because they have all the FX shows. Yeah, and people want to shit on FX, but I love a lot of the stuff they put out. Yeah, we got Archer. I mean, I Atlanta. Think Atlanta. American I, Dad is fully FX now. Is oh, it is? um is mm-hmm. Bob's no. Bob's Burgers. Burgers still in the Fox lineup. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I mean, they do I mean, even on, on even on Hulu we get Family of, Guy. We have Bob. Yeah, Burgers, all the adult animation. A lot of anime. I mean, everything from that's apparently Trigun is on there. Trigun airs day and day. That's where we're, we're watching. Um, 
my hero. Apparently, yeah. uh, Viz Media, well, because Viz Media has like a hard like uh, deal, deal with them, and apparently that deal will consist because there's been rumors that Disney Plus is it's going to merge a the big two. one platform, and if, it's going to be that one platform, true, which means Disney is now going to be the home for a lot of fucking anime. And if I'm that, okay if with that. If that's true, then I'll pay for HBO and I'll pay for Disney, whatever the fuck they want to call it. And I'll have those two services and be completely happy. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying is that the, the day that I see a Disney Channel like thing and there's a trailer for fucking like uh, Tokyo Revengers season, whatever the fuck, I'm gonna be like, what the hell world are we living Dr. in? Dr. Stone drops. Well, that's on HBO right now. But if they wanted to simulcast it. Well, HBO has a thing with uh, Crunchyroll. So that's why some stuff is on there. Yeah. I mean, they have all the Hayu Miyazaki films. That is true, which is a great boon for them. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they're not on Disney, considering they did the dubs for a while. I mean, didn't they only really do the dub for... It, it was dubs um, for the early ones. Yeah, well, and then I think Ponyo, Ponyo was the last one that Disney got. Yeah, because Ponyo had a huge marketing push here. I, re- I remember seeing that shit, like, commercials everywhere for Ponyo. Yeah. We still... I know we've talked about it, um, but it would be really fun to go to one of those... What are the, like, the... Events that the Fathom oh, the events, Fathom events for the Miyazaki movies. Those yeah, really I remember I for my see. birthday it was Howl's Moving Castle, dude, uh, around my birthday, and it's always around then. But they they space them out from like honestly a couple months long. Yeah, yeah. Um, for each movie, dude. They did. I would love to see Spirited Away in a theater. The only Fathom event I've ever seen was with Luke. It was for Bleach. <laughs> it was the Bleach movie. And I'd, the whole time I was talking, I was like, who's that? Yeah. What well, is the whole that time guy? I was like, what's that? And I, it would be like, oh, he's from that thing. He's a new character. You don't have to worry about that. I was like, okay, who's that one? I, I honestly, I had a great time with I well, and that's the thing is like, I, it was very clearly like, I just appreciated you being there. Cause I, was like, I, I guess I had a great time, it, but I wouldn't have if I couldn't ask you anything. Yeah. I've seen quite a few now, now that I think about it, because all the anime movies that come out now are Fathom events. So well, I've seen well, unless it's like, like the all of my one. heroes. Well, the Demon Slayer one was, was like it Fathom because I thought it was just in theaters. Because I, I remember thought, seeing a I thought poster so too. for that. Yeah, shit. I think it was. I remember the, seeing. Mugen, I know like, the My Hero ones were because I remember. Fathom. I remember, yeah. Okay. Jujutsu Kaisen was a full at least the release. first one. Yeah, Demon Slayer was definitely Demon Slayer, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, and the more recent My Hero, and then Dr- Dragon Ball. They were all full theater releases. The first time were... I saw the Killing Joke was a Fathom of it. I'm sorry. Well, for the half, the second half was great. Yeah, but this should have just been a DC short that is just really good animated. Because I think we'd all be fine with that. I, I didn't about need the Batgirl shit. The guy who made the um, the Obi Wan Kenobi show edited it into a movie. And no, was it fucking Topher Grace? Uh, no, but it's phenomenal. What's with Topher Grace? What uh, Topher Grace apparently did this? He edited all the prequels with the Clone Wars. Oh shit. yes, Topher like, Grace did. Topher Grace. I don't know. I Venom? know. About, I know about some guy who took who took. Everything prequel. It was the motherfucker from that '70s show, Spider-Man Three. Sure? I'm 100 positive because they. I've the seen one it. that's like it literally cuts in between. Yes. Clone War. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And it's all in a Google Drive that you can watch. He and it's fucking, like 20 hours. And I've seen interviews with celebrities where they're like, "Yeah, Topher Grace invited me over to his house to watch Star Wars because he apparently like re-edited it, and it's the best way to watch Star Wars. Well, he yeah, needs to it, like put it out somewhere. It's on Google Drive." Okay. You can find it. Well, I have, I, I didn't I have think it somewhere, anywhere. somewhere on one of my devices, it bookmarked. Then the other thing, though, is some guy was like edited all the Kenobi show into a movie that's about an hour and a half. Which is what pretty much cuts out most of the... And it's apparently yeah. phenomenal. I would love it's, to watch it. It's literally that. how it was, should have been made. And it's, it, it, it's like, it gives you exactly what you want. And even in the end, like, leaving you like, like, you know, because there's a point in movies and shows that you're like... 
it's okay if it gives you so much, but you kind of want more. And it gives you that. It's like it was short enough to you're like, oh, that was so good. I would have taken so much more of this content. And, and you're like, oh, I kind of wish this was a show. And they're like, no, because if it was the show, it would have been not good. So in the movie form, it's like the perfect like all the bits that you need. Yes. But then what makes you like think like, wow, I wish I had more of this good stuff. But because they take out all the dumb filler. So, yeah. I uh, What else have I been doing besides moving? Uh, you did play a lot of Tears of the Kingdom this I've, past I, couple days? No. I no. Literally, I literally beat the Ganon fight and then was like, all right. When are you cool. uh, going back to work? Thursday. Okay. Maybe maybe tomorrow? I still have a lot more shit I have to unpack. Okay. That's the thing is most of my time has been sitting there and then like at late at night I'll go, okay, I'll play some more Tears of the Kingdom. Gotcha. Because uh, I at least want to get my room situated. Did you, did all you the boxes. Take, why did, why did, did Jesse have an extra box ring? They're like the box the, rings in Jesse's room. It was well, it was just another bed that used to be in his room for a while, just because it was we didn't have a place for it. And when I moved out, they were going to turn that into a guest room. And now I'm back. It's so <laughs> like, all right, Luke, it's yours again. Uh, put these, put this shit back in Jesse's room. And then and Jesse was like, can we not? I don't want this in my room. And they're like, sorry. And then I was like, I can take the box ring because this one's kind of broken. They're like, okay. So yeah, I just took it from his room. There you go. Do you guys sort out the uh, the washer situation? Yeah, I, I sold it. I okay. bought it, or I sold it for a hundred bucks. That wasn't too complicated. No, so for a hundred. No, a hundred. Just a hundred around. You were uh, gonna do it for fifty. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but like, I got a hundred. I remember, dude, when, when you, you were talking with your parents of like how much you're like fifty. I just wanted out of here. Yeah. Well, that's my sister found someone. They're like, yeah, hundred bucks. We'll be, we'll, we'll come pick it up. And they showed up. I helped them get it down the stairs. They had a dolly. And they and literally like he didn't even check the thing and whatever he just went this is the washing machine like yep handed me a hundred dollars. I'll tell you bill. why it's because like, oh. it's um what's the brand? Do you remember the brand? Almost said Liverpool, but that's not it. That's a place. Whirlpool. Uh, Whirlpool. Probably. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. Whirlpool. Well, the reason people like Whirlpool is it's not one of those like it's, a lot of people actually don't like at least um, people who like resell and do other stuff don't like Samsung or any of those complex ones. Mm-hmm. It's because Whirlpool is like... Easy. It's really easy to fix. It's like... It's mostly just mechanical shit. Yes, no. you, it, you replace one part and they last forever. Or if they don't, you just replace one part. You don't have to replace like a computer chip because a lot of these ones have like a, a CPU that you have to yeah. replace. Like it, there's a lot of points of failure with those. It's really simple. So Whirlpools, people really like... I mean, or I, General Electric is those other ones that they're like... The simpler, the better when it comes to washers. I was just glad forever. to get it out of my apartment. Yeah, and I got hundred sure. bucks out of it, so cool. Did you sell the uh, the entertainment sister? That uh, entertainment sister? What? Uh, no, that's in speaking the of which. <laughs> What's up, bro? What's up? You're so much over here. Me and Matt had a really funny conversation on the way to your house. Yeah. <laughs> Want to air that out on the podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh. We're just a couple jokesters, that's all. Just a couple of silly little guys. Silly little guys. I have been reading more comics lately, again, just because uh, DC has a bunch of their like their new line of new number ones for the dawn of DC shit, and it's just like, oh yeah, you can start here. And it's that's the it. new New 52. But so far, they already can tell there's a plan. So we just have to see if they stick to said plan. But already they've, they've fucking killed Wally West, and I'm just like... God dang Let's it. go. Record Dude. time. I <laughs> literally issue one of Titans. Wally's dead. <laughs> and I'm like, again. Yeah. I was like, God dang it. I've been playing surprisingly a lot of Battlefield, Battlefield 2042. And I'm sorry. I'm no, kidding. I'm well, kidding. Like, like, you know, you know, the history with Battlefield for me. It's like, I love the IP. 
this game sucked at launch and finally things are getting good and i've been playing it and the gunplay feels great but it, it still feels like there's a big part missing of mm-hmm. it like vehicle play because it does not feel as good like you know before if you were like what was great about vehicles is like they were devastating but also like some guy with a rocket launcher behind a rock could can take it out could take it out this one the 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 uh, vehicles don't feel devastating and you can't take out vehicles. it's so much harder to take out vehicles as a, as a, just an individual and i'm like what's the it just feels like it's so it's more it's more call of duty esque you know where it's like vehicles aren't this big part that make huge plays I of mean, like that's that's what it felt like playing halo infinite after a while we would get to the maps and then people would just forsake everything to get to the vehicle spawns I mean, it's still the same thing where it's like it's a it's a race to get to vehicles, but it's not like it's it's different when the vehicles are actually devastating. But you, but the player, you have a defense against that. Yes, it's it's like equally are strong, and it feels like they nerf both sides of that. Where it's like you can just dig around in a vehicle, and and yeah, but no. So, but the gunplay play feels really like phenomenal. And would, I was would like, would you say? I mean, I don't know if you've played Halo since we all played it, but like, would no. you say so far like twenty forty two? is getting kind of a better, like, future than you think Halo Infinite probably would, is? Yeah. Yeah, they're coming out with a new season, which means a new map. Um, so I think it's season five or season six that's coming out of their Battle Pass, which also means, yeah, a new map. Um, I mean, people that are in the, you know, YouTubers that are big in the Battlefield community are all saying that with updates, it feels great and stuff like that. Um, so I, I see that, but that's what I've been, I've been doing lately other than Tears of the Kingdom, so... I finished Berserk, and... <laughs> what night did you do that? It was... Oh, it's been about a week now. <laughs> it no, had... it was after... It must have been after Tears of the Kingdom. It was... Yeah, I think it was one day after that. Holy moly. Yeah, because I was like, well, I'm done with Zelda. I wonder what else can give me this feeling of euphoria. Then I was like, better keep reading Berserk. And then I finished Berserk, and now I have nothing. You must have read, like, over 100 chapters like 70 but you said it ends at three oh and i thought you were at 350 but then you read a little bit more. I, I, I was at 250 that time that we talked but then i had read past that yeah to like even then to like 300 280 290 yeah i think it was like 290 yeah so it was just a sprint to the end okay i remember i was laying in bed awake one night and i was getting very close and uh shit just started popping off and I was like oh fuck I really need to go to bed for work I have to work tomorrow and it was like 5.30 <laughs> in the morning I was like just one more just one more and then I got to the end and then I still couldn't sleep because I was so distraught <laughs> yeah. well uh thank you for listening to this week's episode yep a lot hopefully we're gonna have um, some friends on for some guest appearances next Ho- week. Hopefully we'll also have uh, possibly some YouTube streams or, s- or at least talk about the uh, the showcases because apparently Capcom showcase is also on the 13th too. I bet that's going to be fire. Dude, have you seen uh, the, the thing I, I sent you or at Snoop Dogg be like, they don't miss. These motherfuckers don't miss. And it's every new Capcom game that just nails it. I'm just re- I know it's not going to happen because they tease me every single time they do a presentation they'll show phoenix right 
and then they'll be like, okay, nothing about Phoenix Wright is happening. Well, didn't it? Well, no. Who who does Professor Layton? That is level five. Okay, never mind. I was going to say that got announced. I'd like to touch on you. I think it was two weeks ago you were at, asked me if I saw the new. Um, what's I can't believe I'm blanking. Armored Core. Yes, the new Armored Core trailer. Did you finally see the trailer? I saw the trailer Fire. yesterday. That shit looks great. Fire. Great. Fire. We're gonna. That's gonna be big in this household. I'll tell you Absolutely. what. I, I haven't played any of the others, but it feels. I mean, because I played. Um, this feels like it's gonna be. What's the game that you gave me for my birthday? Damon X. Damon X. I mean, it feels like just a better version of that. Well, it feels I like mean, that. Damon X is just a copycat. Trying to be armored core. Armored core. I, I want because well, the older armored cores like they're not. Is nearly... that a PS5 exclusive? Maybe. No. Or, or well, is it going to drop I, on it everything? It might be a timed console exclusive, but I think it'll probably drop on PC same day. Okay, but not Xbox. I don't know. Okay. Who makes it? Cap. It's um from Soft. From Soft, yeah. So I don't so know who born. made the old one. Oh, so maybe maybe Xbox because uh, we got Elden Ring on see. that shit. Potentially. Uh, it's on everything except Switch. Ooh, okay. That's good to hear. Downside is including PS4 and Xbox One. When are they going to give me the big mech controller again? Yeah, the fucking, like... Didn't we sell that at GameStop for a while? Or no? Wait, an Armored Core one? Or are you talking Much about the... Much farther before we would okay, have ever been there. They, yeah, that was meant, an original I think, Xbox I think, Yeah, controller. you're talking about the original Xbox. What is it called? Uh, is it Mech Brigade? No. Mer- not Mercenaries, no. Fuck. Mecha Warfare. Mech Warrior. Is yeah, it might be Mech Mech Warrior. Well, no, because yeah, they 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 had a control. I think it was Japanese exclusive, but there is a from not a FromSoft, but like a uh, uh, an armored core controller. Why is nobody doing that? Steel Battalion. Steel Battalion. Yes. That's the fucking. That's one. a four hundred. I've looked at it multiple times. It's like four hundred dollars <laughs> out of box. At, you're like you're looking at it like mm. out of box uh, controller. In what? box, I bet it's like six hundred plus. Like I'm surprised unopened. no one has made like an off brand version of that. Probably because of how much shit goes into it. I guarantee you that's, it's more than that's just fair. like, yeah. But I, the the point I just made still stands. Why is no one trying to do a mech game in VR where you're the pilot? They have, but it sucks. <laughs> well, that's what... There's your problem. Good. I have it. I have it. I'll sh- you maybe play it. It sucks, but what... There is a make couple a, good things. Make a fucking Gundam game, my There's guy. a couple good things Gundam about VR. it. They They make it for the purpose to play it sitting down in a chair. So you feel like you're piloting but it's stuff like you have like a speed controller for how it walks and then you have like each of your hands and then you have like a couple other buttons it's it's okay so basically what, it's what, not like what an actual mech. mech would like probably control like like it wouldn't be as hype because you're just like all right press, push this forward well, press I think button the, the, yeah, like, 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 like the ones be- in like pat labor where he you have like like that 80s you know like anime aesthetic with like all the buttons see that's the best way to do it is have you start the level where you're in the cockpit and then you, you know, create your settings for what you need for this mission. And then you switch perspectives with the mech itself, and that affects your abilities, and you play through it just action. Well, I mean, that's why that's why games like uh, Armored Core, even Damon X Machina, are, are great, because it's like, we get it. Actually controlling a mech would probably be boring as shit from a gameplay perspective. Cause so yeah, let's go from the, the so mech let's just, perspective. Let's just make it a fucking action game as a mech. Yeah. And it's like, great. Yeah, so it's pretty slow, but anyways... I'm hyped for that game. There's a lot, a lot of good coming out this year, and I'm very excited to see where they all stack. Because so far, Tears of the Kingdom is my game of the year. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat. No, extremely hard to beat. Uh, once you finish it, Luke, you'll understand. I, I already think like so. The only right, right now where I'm at, the only thing that like I think could push it is FF16, just because 
that game is aggressively targeting everything I like in a video game. Yeah. But so far, Tears of the Kingdom is going is making me think of things that I might not like and go, actually, fuck, I fucking like this. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, oh. You know, Tears of the Kingdom is fucking great. Again, we said it before, but thank you for listening to this week's episode. Check us out on all of our socials. Check out our sponsors, W.GG. Honestly, W's great. And W is amazing. We've gotten to the point where we drink W every day. Yeah. So, um... I have at least. Yeah. I, I, my, I, my package still hasn't uh, came in yet, so... So... I'll get I, there. Yeah. But, uh, as always... Take it sleazy. Don't you say it this week. <laughs> take it sleazy. Fuck you. Oh. I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs>